Welcome back to the Anything and Everything podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's your host, Storm Wade, alongside co-host Alex Reno. We just finished recording the things you were told when you were younger that turned out to be total BS. And now it is time to record something a little more lighthearted, I guess you could say. So we're going to do our five favorite cartoons. Now, Serena, so, so are, are we going to do, is it like as kids or is it kids to now, like ever, or is it like a certain age group? Like, how are we doing this? Uh, I'm going to just stuff that you liked watching from, let's call it seven or eight to maybe 12 or 13. Okay. All right. So that's our window. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right. Give okay. about a five-year window. All right. Cool. Cool. You want to start us off? Uh, you go ahead and start us off this time. Okay. So this is going to be sound really weird, but um, there I think it was on PBS or, or, or that was a thing. Um, I used to love Little Bear. Uh, did you ever watch Little Bear? Uh, no. I think it was on PBS no. Kids a long time I, ago. I don't think so. I no. may have been a little younger than seven when that was coming out, but... Dude, I don't know. I just loved Little Bear, uh, and I had a teddy bear that that re- that reminded me of of him. And I don't know that Little Bear was like my comfort zone as a, as a wee lad. Uh, probably I was probably younger than seven, in all honesty. But my mom still laughs at me when it was a Little Bear or Hey, it's Franklin and Blues Clues. But uh, Little Bear was just where it was at for me, dude. I I just it was a peaceful show for me and. And I absolutely loved it. I, there's really nothing else to say about it. Like, I don't really remember a lot of the plot and things like that. I just know how monumental it was for me at a young age and that, you know, all these people, these kids nowadays have Miss Rachel and YouTube and all this other stuff. And I had Little Bear and Hey, It's Franklin. And and really, that was that was my crap, dude, that little, that little channel. But uh, that was before I got into Cartoon Network. Course that shows you the direction this will be going in a little while. <laughs> so go ahead. Oh boy, I'm gonna cheat hard on this <laughs> list. Okay, so uh, number five for me, uh, and a lot of a lot of the boomers are gonna be headbanging into this one. Uh, and uh, it's Looney Tunes. All right, uh, how can Looney Tunes not? I mean, yeah, just all the classic Looney Tunes stuff. I've watched all of it when I was a kid. I couldn't tell you anything about it now but um the roadrunner and the coyote was especially my favorite i I love those uh skits with them in it you know just the futility of the coyote and uh how he hasn't starved to death by a certain point you're just like right right (laughs) he's something else he could take a beating yeah (laughs) yeah all the acme stuff the random you know uh anvils right and rockets that wouldn't go where they needed it. It's just funny stuff. I would um, love to see yeah. a competition between him and Tom from Tom and Jerry of who could take the worst beating. Mm, yeah. Tom and Jerry almost made the list, but the Looney Tunes is obviously more variety. Yeah, yeah sure. You, you got all the other stuff, Elmer and Bugs, Daffy, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, simple, kind of kind of mainstream there, but Looney Tunes, yeah. That's a classic, dude. Uh, I enjoy it. I, it wouldn't. It's not my top five, but I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, oh, and not to mention uh, movies. Uh, also, before I forget, movies like Space Jam and uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit 
mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. That they were formative in my childhood. They only and the Looney Tunes were heavily involved in in those. So, you know, they were. Yeah, yep, you're right. You're right. My number four is going to be. We're going to go ahead and transition a little bit. And every Saturday morning, uh, when my dad and I used to live in our old single-wide trailer, I looked forward to watching Justice League with him every mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Uh, it came on Cartoon Network at, at like 9 o'clock Central Time or eight, something like that, but that was just kind of a little tradition that we would try to catch together would be watching Justice League. Uh, Justice League was... I loved Justice League a long time before Marvel came around in my life. Not, not like actually in in life, of course, but uh, but I, I loved Justice League way before I loved Marvel. Um, sure, I love Spider Man and stuff like that, but but there was just something about the Justice League that was just so badass, dude. Um, especially as a little kid, watching it every Saturday morning with your dad, like, yeah. and it's something we did together. My dad loved the Justice League too, um, and he was in his, you know. Uh, 30s at that time and that was just really cool that my dad liked a cartoon that was with me and so uh, and I hope I can get to do that with my kid too whether it's Marvel or DC or whatever you know DC's going to start making better movies that's all there is to it but regardless you know the the old Justice League is where it's at and I, that's just timeless in my opinion yeah it's, it's, it's a shame that DC screwed the pooch so hard with these movies um, they, they couldn't just make a movie that felt like that show. They had to go and copy Marvel and do all this other crap. You know, if they would have just started off their universe uh, with, like, everything already set, mm-hmm. the way that, you know, the setting is in the Justice League, like, these heroes are already together, we already know who they are, and just start a movie that way, ah, that's what they should have done. And we were robbed hard of something like that. Yeah. So... But yeah, that's a great show. That that should have gone in some kind of honorable mention for me. That and Batman the Animated Series. Okay. So, um, just classic shows right there. Uh, number five. Oh, jeez, whatever. Uh, four. Four. I want to be the very best <laughs> that no one ever was. Look. Had to be, man. Had to be in there. Yeah. Uh, every morning. Waiting on the school bus, that show would come on. I'd have my piping hot oatmeal just uh, watching that. The original Pokemon. Yeah. I didn't watch anything after that. I didn't watch the Johto League or, or whatever. It all went weird after the original show, I guess. Or I, I'm not even know how it's structured. I just know that I love the original uh, the original episodes with you know Char, uh, Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, you know, Team Rocket blasting off again every Dadgum episode. It, it was awesome stuff. Uh, Ash Ketchum from Pallet Town and uh, the uh, uh, Misty and Brock. And I swear, I think Onyx was my favorite Pokemon. Really? Yeah. I think that was Brock's Pokemon. But I just loved Onyx. Him and uh, 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 Squirtle. Squirtle. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, Charmander, Charizard, he's a fan favorite. Oh, of course. So. And Pikachu. Pikachu, uh, yeah. Pikachu's unsaid. Pikachu's the face of the franchise. Right, exactly. But uh, just. Uh, See, I was amused. Nostalgia and memories. I might not even yeah. like it if I watched it now. Oh, you'd probably hate it. Like, well, really? I got into this junk? Yeah. Uh, See, that's how Dragon Ball Z was for me. 
Um, I used to watch that crap religiously, and Dad would say, you, you watch Dragging My Ball Z? You know, just making fun of me all the time uh, for watching it. And, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's like, that kind of got old now. Yeah, that, that, think about that it. stuff's you know? too hyperactive for me. Right, right. So that, it's not even in my top five. I, I watched it religiously for a very short period uh, in my youth. But, but my number three? Three? Three. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Number three, man, this is so tough because there's so many good ones. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with Powerpuff Girls. Did I take one from you? Uh, yes and no. Yes, no. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, Powerpuff Girls. The the theme song was was great, by the way. Guitar. I love it, dude. I love it. I love it. But yeah, I used to have a big crush on a. Was it Blossom that was the pink one? Blossom, Bubbles, Buttercup. Blossom was the pink one. See, Bubbles was mine. Okay, yeah, she's cute too. But like, something about Blossom, I just loved it. I absolutely love Blossom. I had a big crush on her when I was a wee lad. Man, I don't know, dude. It was... <laughs> I, I just loved it. I, I don't know if it was because I, I was starting to realize I kind of liked girls or something like that at a young age. Or what, or they, but but I loved Powerpuff Girls, and it was that was my crap, dude. It was between that or Dexter's Laboratory. I think that show introduced a lot of young, young kids to the opposite sex. Yeah. And Not in a weird way but just like hey i can like a show with girls in it Mm -hmm. you know yeah well there was also i think there was a person if i remember there's a woman in it you never saw her face you just saw her her boobs and her big old cleavage (laughs) i'm serious was that the mayor's assistant Uh, something but like she had a rack bro and like i i I don't know i just remember liking that too (laughs) (laughs) she saw me with boobies i like them too Oh, oh Professor Plutonium was awesome. I loved him. Yeah, yeah, and that's, <laughs> he had some good villains on there. Uh, oh yeah, and and I don't know, I just I liked it, man. I liked it. Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe. Yeah, I, a classic, a classic. Like I know they they, uh, I I think they like they had a reboot a couple years ago, didn't they? I don't know. I know Samurai Jack did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but it doesn't matter. Those classic shows were. Were great, man. Mm-hmm. Um, just the city of Townsville. We <laughs> uh, gotta watch that, man. Yes, uh, number three. This is a PBS classic, and it's still running. Arthur. Okay. I love Arthur. Arthur was my favorite PBS show by far and away, and I watched a lot of them. Um, but uh, Arthur's just—I don't know why. I loved all the characters on it. Um, it was always really entertaining. Um, it's—it's it's actually a really smart, well thought-out show. Right, right. I remember it being that way. Um, it seemed so, to be a little bit more mature, like like well-rounded than the Cartoon Network stuff. Like it seemed to be a little bit more realistic, kind of. I don't know. Uh, that, that's how I remembered it. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, so, you know, the music and all the nostalgia, and it's just a really good, really great, long-running show. And, um, you know, every day when you're walking down the street, everybody that you meet has a particular point of view. And yeah. I say, hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day hey. where we can learn to work and play. And get along with each other. <laughs> I killing it, dude. Killing it. <laughs> you have to open up your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even didn't even realize that that was like in my head somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere in my subconscious. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> right. <laughs> Flashback. That's cool, dude. I like that one. I like that one. Uh oh, were you done? Okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sick solo there, bro. Uh, my number two. Golly, I'm seeing so many things flash before my eyes now. You just said that is nuts how that happens, man. Uh, my number two. And I didn't look it up either. I just remembered the. Got it. It's yeah. embedded, dude. Uh, my number two is going to be uh, The King of the Jawbreakers. And that's mm. going to be Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> Ed, boy. Dude, uh, I remember my mom asking me, like, how can you watch the show? It is so stupid. It is so stupid. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, it is. Like, it really is, but it is so entertaining. Those guys would try every possible way to make money, and they never quit. They just kept trying to grind, man, no matter how dumb they were. You had Ed, uh, Double D, and Eddie, and just like, Ed was my favorite. He was just an absolute moron. Like I mean, he just yeah. His, he looked like Sid the Sloth. That's what he looked like. He was kind of the equivalent of Sid the Sloth. Like I, I loved Ed. Um, he was just kind of the punching bag, of the 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 dummy that tested all the things that they were trying to do for patents or experiments, and it always backfired. I just loved Ed, and he he was so. I just loved it, man. Uh, the Jawbreakers, them always trying to get Jawbreakers, and. And getting hurt and doing stupid junk, getting like, beat up by the other kids all the time. Right, it was just I don't know. It it was it was good. It was prime time Cartoon Network for me. <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, but one of my favorite uh, Ed memories was they're in his room and they uh, take the covers off his bed, and it's just like it looks like a freaking it, it's a sewage dump. Yeah, it's got like a snake crawling through it. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and those those psycho girls that are always like they have huge crushes on them, yeah, and they're always yeah. after them, chasing them down. Yeah, and the one episode where they're like playing footsies or something—I don't know what happened, but oh, and it's crazy the things you remember. Yeah, it's the little flashes, little bits and pieces. Like, why did I remember that? Like, yeah, I know what you're talking what about. What was his name? Rolf. Rolf. Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, Rolf. he was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, blue. The one blue hair. Rolf. Yeah. Edmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he was cool. He had no. plank, didn't he? No, no, that was uh, was it Jimmy? Okay, okay, okay. That's right. Somebody somebody had plank. I couldn't remember that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> you know, that's kind of a segue because I just kind of went ahead and grouped all the Cartoon Network stuff together <laughs> for my number two: Ed, Ed and Eddie, Powerpuff Girls, uh, Dexter's Lab, Cheating, and. Of course, my favorite out of the, all of them, Courage. Uh, just uh, why do I feel like he's about to make another um, 
anyway, just uh, oh, and Samurai Jack. Okay. Uh, Samurai Jack was awesome. I know they rebooted that one. Uh, I haven't watched it, but I mean, it's just got what's his name? The the villain on that show always freaked me out. A coup. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, he's he gave me nightmares. Uh, it, that was an awesome show. Dexter's Lab. Mm-hmm. In Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> Laboratory. He's the smartest boy that you ever seen. But Didi <laughs> blows his experiments to smithereens. <laughs> Dude, that needs to be like our new intro. <laughs> you just sit there singing the intro to Cartoon Network songs. Uh, so, uh, just... Wonder, wonderful shows. Now, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because, you know, years later when my brothers were, you know, had gotten to that age and they were watching Flapjack and Adventure Time and regular show and all that crap, and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Wait a minute, I watched that in Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, we weren't much better. Yeah, I just, man, I don't know, I just felt like they were just on their own level. Maybe I don't know. Johnny Bravo was another good one. Yeah, I really enjoyed oh, Johnny yeah, Bravo. Yeah, Johnny Bravo, yeah, I forgot about uh, him. Yeah, I mean, that was, my dad used to walk around the house all the time, look look at my perks, and make them bounce, just like Johnny Bravo. <laughs> he, he used to do that crap, like, I loved it. And, you know, uh, the reason, the biggest reason I hate Dragon Ball Z so much was because Toonami would come in at, like, noon and and break up, you know, the good shows for like an hour, mm-hmm. and like, and, and, and like, uh, uh-uh. yeah, it really ticked me off. I hated Toonami. God, I'd forgotten about. I that. don't care about Dragon Ball Z. Put courage back on, you <laughs> cowards. <laughs> well, you know what's coming. Yeah, you know what's coming. Oh, was uh, Kids Next Door part of that too? You never mm, watched Kids Next Door? Uh, barely, barely. Yeah. I remember playing it, playing the com- on in computer class. We, I played, I played one of their little games on CartoonNetwork.com or whatever. Yeah, if Kids Next Door was part of that, I liked it too. It was okay. It was yeah. all right. Um, my number one for sure, and I even tried to find it on Netflix the other day, and it was, it was, it wasn't on there, and I was really sad. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. You've already hinted at it, and you nailed it. Um. My favorite cartoon of all time. Uh, the best dog on the face of the planet uh, in terms of, well, anything. Uh, and, and when and Reno and I actually went back and watched some of the episodes and watched the YouTube special, like a documentary on <laughs> how truly dark and demented Courage really was. Oh, yeah. And it's true, dude. There, It, it addressed... Like demonic possession, it addressed uh, uh, spousal abuse. Uh, I mean, it addressed the when when one episode where Muriel and Eustace were dead and got turned into puppets. Like Courage <laughs> is walking around the house trying to like make them talk, and it's like, oh my god, he's sitting there playing with their dead body. He is yet to accept that they have been killed, and he's sitting there playing with their corpse. <laughs> when you really think about it through our eyes now, oh my. god. God, how how were we allowed to watch that jump? And the animatronics, like you'd, you would see the cartoon side of it, but then some of the monsters were like weird animatronic clay feature. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that made them so uncomfortable to me. They would insert live action here and there. Yeah, like yeah, that floating yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And and so I don't know, dude. Like it was. 
uh, you had a lot of villains in that thing, which really, which which made it, of course. But when you look back, like no wonder we had issues. You know, wonder I was scared of my own shadow. You know, after watching <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog, um, I don't understand how it was even allowed to be on the air on Cartoon Network. But I'm sure glad it was. Uh, I wish I could go back and watch some of them now because I remember Reno and I watched some on Netflix about probably four or five years ago we found it on netflix we're like no way and we're sitting there watching it like bro no wonder we're so like jacked in the head if we sat here and watched this for hours like god and and yeah man but uh, still regardless it's still my favorite cartoon of all time uh courage is the man he always comes through uh eustace and muriel uh, they're hilarious um Stupid dog! In ah! that little hole in his tooth, every time he, every time he yelled, <laughs> the things uh, I do for love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, Muriel was just precious. I mean, she was precious. But like, I don't know. Man, it was a really, really good show. Iconic, nostalgic, and I need to see about finding finding the seasons of of that one day. Uh, I don't think I want to show Luca that or Ava anytime soon. Uh, I'm probably gonna save them uh, that that fear and and anxiety <laughs> for a long, long time. Uh, at least probably till they're 12 or 13 in junior high or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, they can understand it a little better. But look, the uh, the iPad generation isn't gonna be phased by much. That phased us because well, maybe. Odds are they'll be they'll be seeing stuff a lot worse. Now you, you probably have a point <laughs> so, there. You probably um, have a point. You know that's just the way it is. Yeah, I like it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, one one day the whole family is just gonna have to gather and be like, "All right, it's time for classic TV, kids." Yeah. Uh, so, is it time for your number one? I'm interested because I really don't know what your number like, one is. Today's kids are going to be so much tougher than we ever were. <laughs> like they really are. Ah. When it comes to seeing disturbing images online, right, right. So, <laughs> uh, number one, yeah. this it this you know obviously it isn't a kids show, but a lot of kids watched it. Uh, and that's going to be well. Actually, hold on, I've got a sixth entry. Real quick. Okay. I'm just going to throw this one out there real fast because I honestly forgot to put it on the list. And that's going to be SpongeBob. Okay. I love SpongeBob. Uh, SpongeBob is awesome. It's the only show on Nickelodeon I bothered ever watching. Uh, I don't care about the rest. But mm -hmm. especially the older SpongeBob stuff, uh, when it had its original writers and creator and all that stuff. Um, really, really intelligent humor in it. Um, it's just classic stories, classic uh, episodes. You know, nowadays I, I've seen some of the newer ones, and it's kind of just slap stick nonsense, basically, mm -hmm. compared to what it used to be. It was a very clever, well written show in it in its heyday, mm. and uh, it it doesn't suck now by any stretch, but it, it's just not what it was, and. Uh, Sometimes I'll watch an episode and I will laugh my butt off and Courtney will be like, first of all, how did you even watch Spongebob? We were just watching 
uh, Grey's Anatomy or whatever. <laughs> and second of all, why is that funny to you? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just great. Oh, I love that show. That show's a treasure. Uh, but number one for me is going to be possibly the most well-known cartoon of all time. And uh, that's The Simpsons. I thought you was going to say Family Guy. No, I watched Family Guy later on. Mm, okay, you know. okay. But um, The Simpsons, I watched The Simpsons, you know, every day. You know, growing up, going through school. It came on at like 5 o'clock every day on, on uh, like Channel 21. And um, just... I don't really have to say much about it. Just all that goes with it. Like I said, just like with the SpongeBob, the older stuff, the older you get with it, the better it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a very well written, very clever show, um, and it's it's still going on today. And it's it's responsible for an entire generation's you know sense of humor, mine included. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, it, it's a it's a tr it's a cornerstone of pop culture. And just just go watch it. Go watch season four and five and three and you know the, those the, the really the, a lot of the really good stuff is uh, is in the earlier seasons. But it, it's not you know it, it's it's still huge today, and it's what over thirty years, right? Because it started in the eighties, mm -hmm. and you know respect for that. That's amazing. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Speaking of uh, SpongeBob, if you ever get the chance, well, on your way home in a little while, look up Corey Taylor, who everybody should know is the lead singer for Slipknot. When he does his acoustic solo do uh, gigs, he has a SpongeBob theme song that he does in his acoustic solo gigs, and it will make your night. <laughs> okay. uh, it is hilarious. The crowd knows he's going to do it. And uh, he owns it. It's hilarious. Do they chant SpongeBob SquarePants? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He goes, yeah. he's like, I'm not going to do it, you bunch of mother. You know, he's custom. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Like, it's Slipknot out of nowhere. He's like, okay. Oh, who lives in the party? <laughs> and then the crowd, SpongeBob SquarePants. And he just puts like a Slipknot feel on it. It's hilarious. You know, SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Just, when you get the when you get some time, pull it up. It is hilarious, hilarious. Best thirty seconds you'll ever have in your life. I promise. <laughs> is that it? Uh, yeah. Oh man, that was a fun, fun, quick episode. Uh, thank you guys for hanging with us. We recorded two episodes tonight, and so we will get both of them out on the air. And by the time you're listening to this one, you have already heard the the lies you were told as kids one. And so, <clears throat> we'll have a, probably a day in between these episodes. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for, once again, giving us a couple of weeks off while I was uh, on vacation and Reno was almost hospitalized. So, nah. <laughs> nah, not really. But for dramatic purposes, yes. There you go. Yeah, thoughts and prayers, right? <laughs> um, you, can send, you can send money to... Uh, there you go. Yeah. That's right. And so, guys, we PM will... PM Storm. We will... There you go. Venmo Stormway 13. We will be back next week, and we thank you so much for tuning in to the Anything and Everything podcast. Have a great week. See ya. <laughs>